you are destined for greatness. On today's episode, we are talking about the differences between purpose and calling. Those seem to be such buzzwords nowadays. So what are the steps to determine what your calling is? And what are some of the pitfalls to avoid when trying to figure out your calling? So let's go. Hey, and welcome to Likely Loser. I'm Shireen, aka Reen. I'm a Jesus freak, mama, course creator, and a speaker. Listen, do you want to belong to a community that gets you? Do you want to use your gifts for God's glory to create a kingdom business? You know, that ministry that makes an impact. Are you wishing there was a way to get clarity on what your business is going to look like? Or do you want unshakable confidence to not only move forward on the idea that you've been keeping secret, but have the kind of confidence that makes the ground shake when you walk? So girl, if you are ready to lead with confidence, authenticity, and to walk in your God-given calling, grab you a cup of cocoa, a pen, and a paper, and let's get to work. Hey, before we get to today's episode, I just want to talk to you for a quick minute. I know what it is to feel lonely. I remember searching Facebook groups and networking events to find people who get me, and I couldn't, which shouldn't be, because as the body of Christ, we should have a place where we go to talk with like-minded people about our ideas, our wins, our prayers, to sit in a judgment-free zone where we can commune and hold each other accountable. So I made my own. If you have ever felt like this, I want you to go right now to cupsofcoco.com slash community, and you will get into our Boss Believers community. Girl, I cannot wait to support you over there. I'll see you inside. All right, so... I know sometimes you wonder, what's the purpose of all of this? Like, I hear, what's my purpose? What am I really doing? Um, I wonder it too, <laughs> right? Am I called to more or I feel like I'm called to more? So we're going to talk about this now because I think after you understand your identity, which we talked about before, what do you do with it, right? So we're going to talk about the three steps on how you can find your calling. Okay, but first, let's, for a minute, talk about purpose. I feel like that's a word or a term that's thrown around a lot, purpose and calling. So let's get this straight. Let me burst some myths right here. (laughs) The definition of purpose is the reason in which something is created, okay? The reason in which something is created. And the Bible tells us straight out (laughs) the reason in which we are created, if you were ever wondering. Isaiah 43, 7 says, bring all who claim me as their God, for I have made them for my glory. It was I who created them. So that's it. (laughs) We were created to glorify God. I just thought I would burst that bubble. We all have the exact same purpose, whether you are a Jesus fan or not. We have the same purpose and it is to glorify God. Okay. But now, 
how we live out that purpose is called our calling. And calling by definition means a particular way of life, a particular course of action. Our calling rarely looks like what we think it's going to look like. It is the choices that we make or what we are supposed to do, right? It's, it's the things that we do in order to glorify God. But the thing is, those things that we do, <laughs> our chosen course of action never is cut and dry. Why? Because usually we decide on our calling based on the evidence in front of us or based on a past experience. As humans, we are very, very self-reliant and we feel like we have all the answers and we feel like we know exactly what our calling is, or I wouldn't say exactly what our calling is. We feel like we know what we're capable of. Therefore, certain things we think are out of reach or certain things, no, I can't do that. That's not what I was made to do. Or if it's too big, uh, we think uh, that's not for me. That's, that's the process that we go through. Okay. So prime example, you guys know that I am an introvert. I love being inside. I am I'm pretty quiet. I, I'm just not a talkative, overly talkative person. So when God started talking to me about calling, uh, he told me I was going to start businesses and be a leader and be a speaker and be all of these things that this is part of my calling I absolutely refuse to believe that. Why? Because of who I saw myself to be or what I thought was my identity. So we're still talking about identity and you can go back to the first episode where we talked a whole lot more about identity. But because of who I saw myself to be, that person, none of these things made sense. So as humans, statistically speaking, for a minute, 80% of what we think is negative. That's a big number. 80% of what we think is negative and 95% is repetitive. You can look that up. So again, 80% of what we think is negative and 95% of what we think is repetitive. So basically... We talk ourselves out of what is for us. I am a prime example of that. And I know we have all gone through that before. We talk ourselves out of what is for us. Jonah, Gideon, Moses, these are people who are talking themselves out of their calling based on what? Based on the evidence that they have in front of them. Based on their evidence and how they see themselves. And the identity, I can't do this. I am not capable of such and such or doubting. We all go through that as well. Doubting. No, that's not for me. This is what we do. So we can talk. It is very possible that we've, we're doing it right now, that you're doing it right now. You're talking yourself out of a calling. We've all been there. Let's look at Ephesians 2.10. For we are his workmanship, 
For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Basically saying, he already knew what you were going to do. He already knows what you are going to do and what uh, the calling and the gifts and uh, the passions and everything he put in you for this calling in order to glorify God because that's your purpose. Remember, that's your purpose. But he knows what your calling is. He made you to glorify God, glorify him. And he is doing so by giving you a certain calling beforehand, before you were even born, he did that. And you are going to walk in that if you so choose. So what are the pitfalls we can avoid when trying to determine or trying to figure out what our calling is? Number one, do not rely fully on self. Do not rely fully on you. We just talked about this. God's evidence trumps your evidence. I will repeat. God's evidence trumps your evidence. You ever, um, I play lots of puzzles and games with my, my kid who's six years old. You ever play a puzzle and one of the pieces falls or gets in between the couch or you can't find it and now you're stuck and ah, I, I'm about to give up because I can't figure out the rest of the puzzle and it's incomplete and it bothers me. <laughs> it's frustrating. Most of the time, we do not have all the puzzle pieces. We have maybe one over here, one over there. We feel like we have it all, number one. We feel like we have all of the pieces together, right? But we... We can't see the full thing because we don't have it all, <laughs> although we may think we do. Okay? You see the pieces that are in front of you. But God has the entire puzzle. And he may give you some here and there. But the point is you will never see the entire, you might see it. At one point, but you will not always make sense to you. It's not. He is the only person who has the entire puzzle. He can see the entire thing. So what doesn't make sense to you makes sense to him. Number two, do not fully rely on people. Number one was do not rely fully on you because you don't know it all. You are not in control. <laughs> You do not have all the puzzle pieces. You may get some, but you may not get them all, right? And number two is do not rely fully on people. Now, obviously, there are going to be people you confide in. That is encouraged. You are going to confide in some people. You are going to maybe counsel with some people, um, have mentors, and you may ask those people, hey, what do you think I do really well? Do you have any input on uh, what I should be doing, what my calling may look like. And there are some amazing people out there, amazing people in your group that will be willing to tell you that, 
yeah, you know, I noticed that you are awesome at this. And I feel like, you know, you can use this and utilize this in some way. There are going to be people in your life like that. That's amazing. Okay. And it's great to get that input. But understand that those people are not the end all be all. They're not. It's great, understand me, it's great to get their input. It is great to, um, it's great to talk to people about, you know, what your calling may look like, what you're passionate about, what they've noticed when they hang around you. That's great to have those things. But you cannot rely fully on people because people, like we just talked about, cannot see the whole picture. We just can't. Now, listen, I remember one of my teachers telling my mom, look, you have to do something about her. (laughs) I can't get her to talk. She doesn't speak. She gets good grades. So I know she understands, but she doesn't speak. And she's going to go to college and she's going to go out in the real world. And I'm worried. And I don't think that it's going to look good for her. And I also had that same teacher message me a little while ago and say, I am very proud of you and all that you're doing, which is very nice of her. (laughs) But I've also had people tell me that I would never start a business, that I don't have the capability. Um, You kind of have to talk. You kind of have to speak to do these things, right? And you don't. So there's no way. Now, this isn't to get at any of these people. (laughs) This isn't to get at them. All they saw was a quiet little girl who always looked at the ground and who always stayed in the corner and was by herself. That's all they saw. So their opinions of me, their thoughts, they were only going off of the evidence that they had in front of them. We are human beings. We go off of what we see. And God does not work that way. That's it. He does not work that way. And it's okay. It's okay. And I'm not mad at those people because I'm sure there are people also in your life who will tell you that you are incapable. There are people in your life who are going to say you can't do such and such and such. It is not in you. Which is why we say, do not rely on people. And furthermore, do not rely on self. Because both of them can lead you astray if you let it. If you let it. All right? So it's time to take some action. Time to take some action. So how now do we find our calling? We went through some of the pitfalls that we can avoid, but how do you find your calling? Big question. Okay. Make sure you have a paper and pen. (laughs) Number one, what are you incredibly passionate about or good at? Number one, what are you incredibly passionate about or good at? I need you to list all of your passions. List them all out. I've had to do this um, as an activity multiple times 
And sometimes uh, in the activity, the instructor says, I need 50 things. And wow, that's a lot, right? And I don't really need 50, but I need at least 20. I need some, these, all the things that you are passionate about, okay? If you are passionate about helping, giving care to the elderly, you're passionate, passionate about drawing, cooking, list everything out. Okay, and then you list what you are good at. Now, these are more of the non-tangibles. So if you are an amazing listener, if you are a great communicator, if you are an awesome at organizing, speaker, writing, right? List all of those out. Number two, what has God told you to do? If you are avoiding the pitfalls, not relying on yourself and people, who is the only other person that you can rely on to know exactly what your calling is and what you're supposed to do? God. So what has God told you to do? You can also list that out. Now, remember how I said, statistically speaking, 80% of your thoughts are negative and 95% of your thoughts are repetitive. It is important to know that if you change the way you speak to yourself and then you repeat that over and over and over again, you're going to be looking good. It's also good to know that God in his glory repeats himself. He's full of repetition. He repeats himself as well until you get it. So I need you to actually pay attention and write down the things that he is telling you to do. What is he repeating? Take a minute to notice what words are coming up for you. Is there anything God is telling you to do? What is he telling you to do? You can pause this if you need to. What is he telling you to do? And this, honestly, why I say it's what is popping up for you because most of us know what it is already. It's not something that we have to go searching for, for most of us. It's just the thing that you constantly push down and down and down and say, I am not good enough. I am not capable enough. I am not experienced enough. Those are the things. If he is repeatedly telling you those things, that is it. What is he telling you to do? And number three, I need you to take the free Myers-Briggs test. Now, this is a test that I make everyone that I know, everyone that works with me, take, right? And it is not uh, a all comprehensive test, but it is a test, a free test that helps you become aware of the areas you already thrive in. And I need you to know what those are. Okay, it is um, an amazing thing to understand and be aware of your strengths. Like I said before, it is okay to ask friends and family, hey, what? where do you feel like I thrive? You know, um, it's usually that thing that you feel like, oh, that's easy to do. Those things, yeah. <laughs> That's usually where your calling lies. When someone's like, oh, you're amazing at this. And you're like, ah, that was easy. No biggie. <laughs> Those are the things. Okay. 
So I need you, uh, the, the Myers-Briggs test is another way to become more aware of the things that you are really great at. All right, so next time I am going to tell you how you can actually take action on your calling and what will come forth from that. So see you next time. If this inspired you, transformed you, or blessed you in any way, please leave a written review over on Apple Podcasts or screenshot your phone and share it on Instagram and tag me at mycupsofcoco. Thank you again for listening, but I would love to talk to you personally. So come on over and connect with me in my community, cupsofcoco.com slash community. Remember, we see you, we feel you, we love you, and you belong here. Come on back and sit with us.